0: This is Brett Jones from Relationship Warrior Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs, singles and couples who want to have it all across all areas of life and know that relationship is the primary area that you have to be magnificent in. Welcome to the podcast and today we're going to take a visit to the dojo which is the area of our kingdom involving fitness and health and we're going to be looking at what we put into our body affects our mindset and today we're going to be joined by Pamela Zakotelski from Miss Vitality. Welcome Pam.
1: Hi Brett, thanks for having me. Great to be here.
0: Awesome to have you with me. Thanks so much for joining us. So Pammy, this, this is an area that both you and I love. And I think people underestimate the impact that food actually has on our enjoyment of our lifestyle, on our relationships. What do you think?
1: Absolutely. Food and what we put on our fork is our greatest tool towards great health. And, you know, it's really, it's really 50% of our overall longevity um, over our lifetime. So, you know when we can absolutely master what we're putting into our body and you know doing this on a daily and consistent basis and really understanding the principles behind health we can really start to gain more energy and longevity over time which is what we all want
0: absolutely so that's that's a really interesting uh, statistic isn't it like when you look at what we put into our body can make a th- 50% difference to how long we're actually going to be around. I mean, that's massive. But the other area that it obviously affects, Pam, is it affects our mood, doesn't it? Like, And that obviously has an impact as well in our relationships.
1: Yeah, well, a lot of our neurotransmitters are produced from having great gut health. And I know this is a popular word, uh, loving your gut, and um, focusing on the gut microbiome at the moment. And what we know is that um, it's been the core and centre of health and vitality for an individual for a really long time, especially being a naturopath over the last 20 years. Uh, You know, this is the area where we focus on a lot um, and being able Mm -hmm. to assimilate our food and being able to then build serotonin and dopamine from having these great uh, microbes is going to help you know, and affect our brain capacity, how our brain functions, and also on how we feel can actually, you know, really make a difference in the decisions and choices we're making on a daily basis too.
0: Yeah, wow. So, like, there's a lot of stuff around, uh, obviously, you know, you see all the different diets, um, Biggest Loser, all, all this stuff around health and what we should be doing, you know, whether it should be gluten-free or, or whatever, How do we work our way through it? What's the simplest way to know what we should be doing to optimise our health?
1: Yeah, so eating plants, eating plants and eating food from the earth and also having a lookout for those triggers that are creating an intolerance in the body. So say if something is making us feel bloated or something is not agreeing with us, our energy may be lower we may start having a snivelly nose or some sort of skin reaction after eating certain foods, we mm-hmm. start to, when we start to become awakened, we really start to focus in on how our body's working and that relationship to our body. And then we can start to figure out, okay, well, what suits my body type and what gives me energy and what makes me feel really tired and uh, not clear in the mind.
0: Yeah, look, I think that's, that's awesome. And I think most people probably aren't aware of that. You know, certainly before when I made the transition to wanting to be healthier and eat healthier, I, I started to realize that I could listen to my body prior to that, it was really just, you know, I'd eat for pleasure, or I eat would just for functionality, just to get through and have some energy. Uh, you know, just as a function, as I started to listen to my body, started to realize that certain foods would affect what my body was doing, you know, whether my stomach was upset or whether I had energy or I didn't. Then I started to realize, okay, there is awareness that we can actually have here. So once we've got that awareness, we start to notice things. How do we know what we should be doing with those foods? And if I wanted to design like the optimal diet, what would that look like?
1: Yeah, so I am a huge fan of a green smoothie. Mm -hmm. Uh, The reason I love the idea of a green smoothie is because we can get so many different sorts of nutrients within that one action, within that one habit Mm. on a daily basis. So, you know, having a green smoothie that has some antioxidants, so some good vegetables and fruits, you know, organic is best, biodynamic, anything, you know, something with a really high Uh, quantity of those particular antioxidants is going to be great on a daily basis, having some good fruit and veg in there. And then we look for good fats. So we're looking for fats that are naturally occurring. So we're looking for um, coconut oil or we're looking for coconut milk. Uh, We're looking at nuts and seeds, avocado. Um, Those sorts of things are going to also help with our brain function and our neuroplasticity, which is a bit of a big word. But what that means is that all the neurons are working in an adaptable way, especially when we're under stress or under the ageing process, which is an inflammatory process. So just keeping those good fats in our diet is going to enable that, but also amazing for gut health, um, for our immune system. And then we also want to have...
0: I I think think just on that, Pam, that's a really hmm. good point in that most people, um, when you look at, at the normal daily diet, When you design a green smoothie, and and as you well know, I'm a great fan of these as well. We promote these uh, in our events. You know, just putting some banana, um, some almonds, avocado, uh, some other type of fruit, um, celery, uh, spinach, kale, that sort of stuff in your green smoothie. So you you start with a green smoothie in the morning. Normally, in a normal day for most people, you wouldn't even come close to eating that or absorbing that. That's really key, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. And it's about getting good sourced nourishment. A lot of people that come into the clinic or come in to see a naturopath will be malnutrition. So they're just, wow. you know, and, which is quite what, what um, do you mean by astounding. That? So, what do you mean so by that? So, it just means that there's going to be a lot of deficiencies already from mm-hmm. nutrients. Either they're, uh, they're, they're not taking enough in. Mm -hmm. or they're using a lot for through going through stress or they may have an inflammatory process going on or an allergy and the body sends all its nutrients to try and bring that specific process into homeostasis again. Mm -hmm. So what we like to do is be able to support that process and, Diet's a huge, as I said, 50% of that. But then I also use therapeutic medicines, uh, nutritional medicines and herbal medicines to be able to support that other process. So Mm -hmm. having a baseline and foundation of this smoothie or um, having great nutrients throughout the day is a really huge part in that. And so back to the smoothie, we really want to make sure that we have fibre in there as well, which is your fruit and veg, but also you can get things like your LSA or... Um, flax seeds or sunflower seeds things Just like explain that.
0: that to everybody. What's LSA? Sorry,
1: linseed sunflower and almond meal, already ground up together. You can buy it mm-hmm. from your whole food shop. Yep. Um, and then just being able to have a protein as a base. A lot of people don't eat enough protein and that's right. when they start to crave all those carbs and sugars and, and okay. things so like what, that. So what and
0: protein would you put into that?
1: Yeah, so you can get a plant-based protein, um, which is your pea from your pea, protein yep. Yep. or so you, you could get peas, um, a hemp
0: or, or, yep. hemp or, or you, get you get some powder, get some powder to put so, into
1: that. Yep, absolutely. So some sort of um, protein base uh, you can use, mm-hmm. uh, you can get coconut um, fiber and things like that that are high in protein. So yep. just being able to have that, you know, and that's about 500 mil of goodness. If you have that, you're really setting yourself up for the day to have great energy and also yep. Start dealing with some of those deficiencies that affect our fatigue and fati- uh, affect our brain capacity and our ability to create energy.
0: Yes, and uh, often particularly from a um, you know a male body point of view, getting that protein is really, really important, and having you know a healthy body to be able to um, produce the testosterone that you actually need. Uh, is, is critical. So there's, just to summarise there, there's three main things. We need the protein. We need um, the elements for gut health. And we need the nutrients. So if we've got those in our green smoothie in the morning, that is going to be a really good base to begin to get our body healthy. Because what you're really saying is that in our current food system and the way that it's designed in terms of, you know, it's, it's designed for shelf life when we go to a supermarket, most of it is designed for shelf life. And a lot of nutrients are taken out to enable the shelf life to actually be there. So most people's diets, if you aren't filling up with you know, good, healthy um, fish or um, you know, high-quality red meats or uh, your fruit and veg, then your body is actually going to be continually deficient. And that, of course, leads to um, dis-ease in your body. You don't have what your body requires to keep it healthy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we're all ageing, unfortunately.
0: Yes, shame <laughs> about that, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. And um, the process of ageing really is cell death. Yes. So when we think about cells and how cells communicate, they communicate by nutrients. Mm-hmm. If we're deficient in nutrients, our cells can't communicate in order to repair in order to regenerate, and in order to produce good, healthy cells because we're constantly in cell division. Um, And, you know, so one of the things we really want to be able to do is think about on a cellular level, are we receiving the right amount of nutrients, and are we receiving the nutrients that are going to slow down this ageing process? Mm -hmm. Because ageing is not, okay, yes, it's got the aspect of that we're looking older, but essentially we're also looking at inflammation, and like you say, disease. So, 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 when Penny, look-
0: so, Penny, what you're saying is if I eat right, I'm going to look even better at 63, yes. right?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You've got to do it.
0: Awesome. So <laughs> and- just to clarify for people that are listening yeah. to this, right? So yeah. ageing is a process of the cell communicating through nutrients. In other words, um, the cell doesn't need to divide as much. If the nutrients are there, the cells can communicate. Is that right? Is that what you're saying?
1: Well, cell division is inevitable. Yes. It's really about being able to repair the cells. So the That's mitochondria, I mean, right? which is our yeah, it's our powerhouse. Yes. In our cell, and it helps with repairing and detoxifying, and is a stimulus for many processes in the body. But if we don't have the right amount of nutrients, that mitochondria will just basically direct the cell into apoptosis, which is cell death. Yep. And therefore, the more cells that die, the quicker we age.
0: Right. Okay. And then, of course, the more cells that die, we've got to clean that out of our body, which if we're not yes. exercising, then we yes. just end up with a lot of toxicity. Now, toxicity is one issue um, where we're not you know, exercising, and that's, that's a different area. Right now, we're just talking about health. And fitness and exercise is a separate area of the dojo, as we call it. But you Absolutely. mentioned um, inflammation as well, right? So yes. maybe dive into that a little bit more so that people understand the process of inflammation and why it's so necessary that um, we know what to put in our bodies. Just explain that.
1: Yeah, so inflammation is a is actually a, um, a process that, Brings about uh, healing. So um, if we were injured, our body goes into an inflammatory process to actually heal that injury and sends many inflammatory cells and immune cells to that area Mm -hmm. to actually So that's where we get like
0: swelling and that sort of stuff, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so what happens is in various processes where we start to see um, a stress response, Mm -hmm. then our body actually starts to send inflammatory cells to that particular process. So Mm -hmm. if we have, if we're always stressed, we're going to have a higher level of inflammation. Mm
0: -hmm. And if we're
1: also creating stress by what we're putting into our bodies, living on fast food or processed food or sugars and things like that, we're actually going to send our body into a state of oxidative stress. And this is part of the inflammatory process. And so what we need to do is we need to understand that what we put past our lips um, mm-hmm. into our body is ha- plays a huge role in whether we are inflamed
0: mm-hmm. or whether
1: we are not inflamed. So and what's, this can the, really so what's affect...
0: oxidative stress, Pam?
1: So oxidative stress is when we have a build-up of a lot of free radicals, a lot of free radical damage mm-hmm. um, to the cells. So it means we've got, you know, free radicals for various things. I know you mentioned toxicity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're bringing in chemicals and various things even that we can't see, that we're breathing in um, over time. So bringing in those sorts of toxins can lead to a lot of free radical buildup. So and in other words, to, am- to
0: simplify that for people, you know, when you're yeah. using shampoos yeah. and um, uh, toothpaste and, and deodorants and things like that, and just, um, you know, driving on the road, um, there's there's plenty of pollution around us, right? So our body has to cope with that. And that causes this buildup of um, free radicals, um, which is basically designed to clean all that out. So the more, if we're not eating healthy as well, and we're bringing more pollutions um, into our body, then we're getting more oxidative stress. And if we don't have the nutrients, then what's in the body to clean that out, effectively our body starts to become a garbage dump. And this stuff just builds up and builds up. And that then of course leads to inflammation and yes, then absolutely. And then mm-hmm. um, that inflammation, if we don't clean it out, invariably leads to dis-ease, cancers and things like that.
1: Absolutely, Brett. And, you know, our greatest defence against that is calm, bringing about mm-hmm. calm, but mm-hmm. also bringing about calm in the body, which is by supporting antioxidants. And that's so true in our, our current system.
0: lifestyle, isn't it? Like when you look yeah. at the way that we all live right now, Um, Our world is pretty much filled with stress. Like I remember, you know, as you well know, Marie and I went sailing around the world for four years. And when we we came back, just the process of connecting back into the electricity grid and, and paying for electricity and then putting the mobile phone on and having to pay for that. We realized that just living in the society and culture that we have, there's a huge amount of stress just doing those things. And yeah. we don't realize we're living with a, a huge amount of background stress. Then you add, you know, work stress to that and, and deadlines and getting things done, coming home dealing with the kids, paying the bills, all the things that we do. Our lifestyle is very much stress-driven now. And our most people's solution to that is to load up on the sugars, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Quick, easy. Um, they think it's gonna give them energy, but over time, I mean you, you get a rise in energy temporarily, but then you you crash. And um, over time it actually is one of the drivers of fatigue. So it's what happens um, when you know, what
0: happens when we have too much sugar in our body?
1: Well, we start Besides to fat. become <laughs> yeah. <getting> fat, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we start to affect our blood glucose levels. And then Uh this can have an impact on our insulin levels. Mm -hmm. So um, insulin is a hormone that um, goes into the cell and helps to um, use glucose in the body. Mm -hmm. It helps to um, balance our blood glucose levels and and is part of many different processes. But if we're constantly eating sugar, we're sending our blood sugar levels up and we're getting this insulin being released very rapidly all Mm -hmm. the time. Um, And And what what does that do to us? yeah then what happens is that actually means that our cells can become insulin resistance, which we actually see this a lot now it's one of those things mm-hmm. i mean diabetes um, mm-hmm. type two, which is yeah. lifestyle related yeah. is something that we see in our society a lot now so when the when the cell becomes insulin resistant it means that it stops opening up, so blood sugar levels continue to rise, and insulin levels continue to rise and then this can lead to other Disease states or other um, syndromes, which yeah. is not a and healthy place to be.
0: No, absolutely not. And if we've got too much sugar um, in our body, uh, in our bloodstream, then it starts to build up a um, yeast, doesn't it? So then we're starting to breed more yeast in our in our blood, and then the, the yeast, unfortunately, uh, by its nature, poos in our blood. <laughs> and, and then we again, and then we end up you know basically clogging up our lymph system.
1: Well, how I like to think of it is that yes, sugar does actually feed yeast, and in particular uh, candida is mm-hmm. one of those common yeasts that we actually see. and um, we do stool testing to see the amount that um, you can actually see within mm-hmm. the bo- human body yep. and um, can create a whole heap of different problems from mood. Mood swings, irritability, um, depression, low energy. Um, It can lead to um, hormone imbalances, itchy skin, all those sorts of things. And um, because what these uh, yeasts that are unfavorable to our body want to do is they want to survive. So they use this craving of sugar to keep them alive um, and to keep them functioning.
0: So it's a bit like, um, you know, a drug addict taking a hit with the sugar, isn't it? Like it gives you a temporary... Relief, But if we come back to, as you called it, homeostasis, come back to a balance within our body and putting the right yeah. nutrients in it, then we're going to be able to maintain our moods and hence our states in terms of dealing with things in our life from a far better place, right? So
1: Absolutely. it's something this, that I do hear um, a lot of my clients saying after three days to a week, they say, I'm feeling clearer in the yes. mind i feel like i'm more yes. calm because they're really changing that balance within their body and their hormonal system and their digestive system Absolutely. and it, it is really noticeable
0: and so if you're listening to this and you're finding and you're experiencing that your mood is going up and down a lot you know you're very irritable you're very reactive to things forget about you know condition patterning from you know, events in our life, this also has a big impact on that and our ability to make decisions to maintain our mood and find some peace within ourselves. So if you're you're experiencing that, you know, what I would recommend you do is get in touch uh, with Pam. She can do a consult with you and give you some guidance and advice in terms of how to put the right nutrients in your body so you can maintain your mood. And if you're experiencing any sort of um, health problems where you've got candida or you've got uh, skin rashes or what else else would be an indicator, Pam, for people?
1: Yeah, fatigue.
0: Uh, right. feeling
1: out of out of balance in their mm-hmm. hormones, whether mm-hmm. it's testosterone or whether it's their menstrual cycle or even um, menopause and things like that. Mm-hmm. Our bodies, you know, one of the biggest signs we see is just fatigue. Uh, yeah. People struggling with energy um, can indicate a lot of different triggers in oh, the body.
0: Okay. okay. So, Pam, what's the best way for someone to get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, sure. So you can go to uh, Facebook at Miss Vitality mm-hmm. or find us on Instagram and um, just send us a... Um, a direct message and we'll get in touch with you to set up a, a link to have a session.
0: Fantastic. And uh, what's the website? It's miss Yes.
1: www.miss-vitality.com.
0: Right. So dash of so that little dash between miss dash and vitality. Between
1: miss and vitality. And.com.au. Yes, right.
0: Pammy, that advice uh, has been amazing and invaluable. Thank you so much for joining me uh, today on the relationship warrior podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Brett. Thanks so much for having me.
0: My pleasure. Take care, beautiful.
1: Okay. Bye-bye.